0: Twinkle 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 Hey what's up everyone it's Eric B and welcome to the Eric B Audio Escapade uh, happy to have you listening in. Today's gonna be a quick episode. I'm just gonna be talking about the ketogenic diet. Um, you know, recently, and I'll be posting this up on uh, on here on the podcast. Uh, there's also a YouTube video on it on my channel. But uh, I recently gave a talk with a good friend of mine. Her name is Lisa. Uh, you can find her at Lisa Fit. And that's at symbol and then L I Z A F I T. Lisa Fit. Shout out to my homegirl Lisa Fit we gave a lecture talking about the the ketogenic diet and i think that it's important to discuss, you know, a few a few points on uh on the keto diet, you know, the positives, the negatives, who it's for and those kinds of things. And if you want to see a, a a video about it and like i said i'm going to post it on here where we go into some detail on some of the things um you can always catch it on uh, on my YouTube channel or be on the lookout for the podcast, uh, but this one is just you know me and you listening so first and foremost, what is the ketogenic diet um, the ketogenic diet uh, or in short it's known as keto not to be confused with a low carb right because what the ketogenic diet is it's uh it's a high fat diet now in the keto diet you're looking at 70% of what you're consuming is coming from fat, about 25% is what you're, what you're eating is coming from protein, uh, so I'd say about a moderate protein intake, so somewhere between 1 to 1.5 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight, um, and the rest, which is about 5%, is going to come from carbohydrates. Now, this is if you're doing, you know, the real ketogenic diet, <clears throat> excuse me. I do think it's interesting that the original ketogenic diet started off at around 90% fat. And the reason that the keto diet came to be was to be used as a form of medical nutrition therapy or actual treatment for individuals, especially children who suffer from epilepsy or the people who get seizures. Um, That was where it originally started from, right? Uh, so, some kind of medical nutrition therapy. Now, it has definitely become quite the trend. It's uh, it's one of the fad diets. I would say keto and vegan are the ones that are really in now. Also, intermittent fasting, but typically, you know, you'll see people do intermittent fasting and keto together. Um, so, like I mentioned, not to be confused with lard, Because typically, when someone goes on lard, they're doing a really high protein diet and maybe moderate fat. This one is a high-fat diet, moderate protein, and very, very low-carb. Um, so just a few things that I wanted to mention is that some of the benefits to the ketogenic diet, it most certainly can help with weight loss, right? Now, the way that it helps with weight loss, just like any other nutrient program or diet or you know whatever you're trying to do to lose weight, it will cause you to be in a caloric deficit. That's the number one priority for when we're trying to lose body fat caloric deficit. So if you're consuming more than you're burning, it's going to be impossible to lose fat, lose weight. Now, by it's almost by default. Actually, that's, that's a little bit wrong. Uh, when you go on the keto diet, when you're eating such high fat, it tends to be very high as far as its satiety level. So you feel very satisfied or full or not hungry when you are on the ketogenic diet because fats tend to help you stay feeling full. For a long period of time, maybe longer than than most carbs will. Uh, protein also helps you stay feeling full, and fibers can also help you stay feeling full. Which fiber is technically a carb, but you know, just for the the topic right now, we'll talk about mostly fats. Fats help you stay feeling full for a longer period of time. Now, the downside if someone is trying to lose weight with keto is if you overconsume calories, right? Because we know that calories. Uh, they always count. And we know that fat calories so one gram of fat brings more calories than one gram of carb or one gram of protein. So it's almost like by default, you're going to be consuming higher caloric meals, but also you should feel full faster or for a longer period of time. But you always want to be aware because if you are consuming a high fat diet, you can be one of the individuals who overconsume calories it's important to be aware of how much you are consuming. And it's simple, you just use something like MyFitnessPal, you know, you can always work with a registered dietitian, you know, someone to help you with understanding your macronutrient needs. And um, from there, you're just gonna be aware of what you're consuming, right? So the nice thing about the ketogenic diet is that when someone goes on it, they're pretty gun-ho about doing it, right? So they're excited, they're pumped, they're motivated, and they 're going to stick to it really well. Carbohydrates they bring water with them, so when you eat carbs, you might have a little bit more water retention just it's a natural thing Carbs don 't cause you to store fat any easier than you know, other foods do, but you may retain a little bit more water if you're over consuming carbohydrates by eliminating carbohydrates this is one reason why when people cut out carbs they uh they 'll notice that they lose a decent amount of weight relatively fast. What happens is when you cut out carbohydrates, you tend to lose a lot of water weight. And that can happen with a ketogenic diet, with just a lower carb diet, higher protein. You'll find that you you tend to flush out the water. Now, if you're going to do the ketogenic diet, you want to be sure that you're going to do it the right way. Um, Just remember that the original way was... For it was brought up to help control epilepsy. And for controlling epilepsy and seizures it might actually work better. They might work better than many actual drugs that are out on the market for it. Now obviously, I'm not giving any medical advice or anything on here, but it's something to take into consideration if you or you know someone who perhaps does suffer from epilepsy, uh, to consider this. Speak with your doctor, perhaps see a dietitian, or just if you want to try it on your own, I mean it's up to you, but I definitely recommend consulting with a physician. Um, so then, it was it was originally put out for that. Now remember that it's it's a lot of calories that you consume when you eat fat, but because of that, you tend to feel full for for longer. I just wanted to mention some of the people who would benefit from going on a ketogenic diet. <clears throat> some individuals uh, who suffer from diabetes, type two diabetics. Uh, can benefit from it because they are more insulin resistant than most Uh, that's kind of the nature of type 2 diabetes Uh, and even someone who has type 1 diabetes obviously they are insulin dependent Uh, they might even benefit from going on a ketogenic diet continuously monitoring blood glucose levels uh, administering insulin uh, properly but it's a a possible avenue for medical nutrition therapy for even type 1 diabetics Um, for certain kinds of cancers, uh, we're seeing that the ketogenic diet can help with treating or making certain therapies for the cancer less uh, severe on the on the host on the human who's fighting it off. Um, and there are even studies coming out showing how it might actually help with uh, treating and I mean maybe even reversing certain neurological disorders and whatnot people who have different impairments as far as their cognition levels, uh, so something like Alzheimer's disease and those things. Um, so just something to, to think about there for a minute. Uh, when you go on a ketogenic diet, you have the production of beta-hydroxybutyrate, and that actually helps reduce something called NLRP3, inflammasome. Uh, you see it in age-related diseases, autoimmune diseases as well, uh, so Just have food for thought. Maybe the ketogenic diet can be beneficial for those individuals. Um, I think that if someone just naturally maybe with aging or they had a poor diet or they lack physical activity, they might benefit from going on a ketogenic diet or maybe just a lower carb diet if they are growing more resistant to carbohydrates, right? So now if you're getting more insulin resistant, what you want to be is insulin sensitive, if you're getting a little bit more insulin resistant, it might be something to consider. Um, again, you know, individuals who might suffer from certain cancers or high sugar levels, Alzheimer's genes, those things, maybe the, the ketogenic diet can be beneficial. Um, you just want to make sure that you're not consuming too much saturated fat with it. Yes, we should still consume saturated fat, um, but really high amount of saturated fat from what we see in the studies is not beneficial in the long run so most of the fats you want them to be the poly and mono unsaturated fats with a little bit of saturated fat in there so we're talking about a lot of olive oil uh, different nuts and seeds uh, avocado you know some of the common ones i wouldn't say go overboard with the meat and butter uh, definitely not an advocate of putting butter in your coffee uh, unless you're into that kind of stuff um if you're also looking to get into a state of ketosis, uh, you measure that with these little strips that you pee on, and it can measure your levels. Um, they do sell some exogenous ketone products, like ketone salts or ketone esters, that might actually help with controlling sugar levels, and they might also help with people who like to exercise regularly. They might give that little bit of energy for someone who's trying to go a little bit more along the lines of the the keto route, you know? Um so people shouldn't go on the ketogenic diet i would say are individuals who have a history of family heart related issues um obviously high saturated fat is never recommended uh the ketogenic diet also has a difficulty of uh sustainability it's kind of hard to keep up with in the long run so for that reason alone it's a, it could be something that's a little bit challenging um but if there is some kind of high cholesterol issue is it worth to try it out yeah you know because whatever you were doing before wasn't really working you want to make sure you're exercising regularly too eating a whole bunch of fiber as well um but the ketogenic diet for general healthy individuals and when it comes to things like fat loss it's not any kind of miracle diet you always want to assess what you're consuming regularly and what you're doing as far as physical activity is concerned is it worth a shot sure uh, a lot of folks do it when they 're fasting or they 'll do fasting and ketogenic diet together um maybe in hopes of reducing inflammation, which you know they both can do so it 's not something that it 's completely terrible, but some individuals just do it really wrong where they're incorporating too much of the butter too much uh of the saturated fats that really won 't be beneficial in the long run, and of course, exercise and nutrition go together. Uh, like peanut butter and jelly you know you you have to incorporate both of them so you know i hope that this was helpful for you all if you guys have any questions you can write to me uh, on instagram you know dm me anything that you want to hear about let me know i'm always happy to post some things on here for you uh so i look forward to talking with you all again soon uh thanks for your time and uh peace and much love to you